Hey guys, it's Phil Hayes Gluten, your friendly neighborhood gluten-free guy with EOE. EOE gang, and I'm unbiased, but if you eat gluten-free enough for your health, then you're the tightest. It's not a fad, it's diagnosed, that's a way of life that's hard to swallow. Eosinophilic suffragitis, I was pissed off, felt lost, nothing seemed to help, till I found the path that set back, so plot back for my health. Now I live full and feel cool for being just me, even though wheat and dairy are my enemies. Yo, this is Zach. Thank you so much, Phil, for being on my podcast. Thanks for keeping it real by making those reels and helping people actually understand how we feel. EOE gang, we do what we can. It's the weekend, and you go out. You bring your rice cakes or your safe foods. Man, you feel sad. Man, we got you. We're a family, an EOE community. We're bonding over being ill. Isn't even new to me. So, Phil, keep on being gluten-free. Let's keep showing people they can live their life despite their immune disease. What's up, guys? Welcome to Rice Cakes in Paris. Pop a rice cake in your mouth. It's gluten-free. Guess what? Today's guest, he hates gluten. His name's Phil. And guess what? He has a platform dedicated to hating gluten. And I think that's kind of a special thing. So, Phil, thanks for coming on, dude. I think you're sick. And I, I know you do have EOE and some other diseases, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty sick everyone. in a literal way. But I think yeah. you're sick also in a complimentary way. <laughs> wow, that was nice. That's a great way to start the podcast. You're on fire already. <laughs> Sweet, dude. Well, tell us about yourself, man. Um, yeah, so my name's actually uh, Jeffrey. Um, that's No one really knows that about me. Oh, I just my go by, goodness. No, I'm totally kidding. My name's Phil. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is great. <laughs> no, I, was, yeah. I was actually blown away for like a second. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely Phil. Um, yeah, so I'm... I'm 27. I'm about to turn 28, actually, in about a month. I'm a Scorpio, nice. Scorpio gang. I'm Beautiful. not really into uh, astrology. Is it astrology? Or what, I think what, what so. Is it? Yeah, I'm, I, could be I don't so know wrong. much about it. This I just gonna know. Such a poor, everyone's going to be like, this kid has no idea about, about anything. Well, such right. a Scorpio move, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I work for a software company in, in uh, Boston. That's where I live. I just uh, actually bought a condo out here a little bit north of Boston. So um, me nice. and my girlfriend, Serena, have just been figuring that out, which has been hard, I'll tell you that. Like, we're just trying to, like, put in things like window fixtures, and that's been, like, <laughs> the toughest thing ever. Um, Is so, she really into decorating and stuff? Is that her yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's got a great aesthetic, and I just Beautiful. am a yes man. I just, like, you know, <laughs> I know whatever she says is going to look good, and whatever I was going to do is going to look terrible. If you saw my place at, like, college or something, that's the last <laughs> time I designed a room. It wasn't great. It was jerseys hanging everywhere. Like, a, um, like a, you'd have a flag of, like, Kim Jong-un. Like, have you seen those? <laughs> Like an inspirational yeah. quote. Yeah, just a, yeah, exactly. A huge like portrait of myself uh, riding a <laughs> buffalo or something, just in the middle of the room. Yeah, um, I can vibe with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I ran that by her. She didn't love it, but you know, we're still working <laughs> at it. Gotcha. So uh, you're from Boston. Yeah, what? yeah. From Boston, born in born and bred. Um, well, north of Boston, it's everyone from Boston says they're from Boston, but they're actually probably live about <laughs> 30 minutes north or south of it. Um, so I was uh, north Boston. Sick. And what do you like to do for fun, dude? Uh, I mean, honestly, like I really love making um, videos, obviously with this account. Yeah. Um, so besides that though, I don't want to like just jump right into that. Uh, I love uh, basketball. I like, like, you know, even just like shooting around. I, I, I love it. I feel like it's like the most therapeutic thing for me. I get all of my like good video ideas when I'm just like 
bricking shots one after another um, do, by do myself on the court. Do you jam music when you play? Oh yeah, what do you? Yeah, I listen to music. I think ninety six percent of the day. I don't think there's ever a moment where I'm not <laughs> listening to music. Dude, um, who, who are you jamming to, man? Uh, right now, I mean, it's it's. I don't know how how you feel about the albums, but I've been listening to Kanye's Donda. Obviously, yeah. um, the first listen, I didn't love it. Honestly, like <laughs> I, I I remember being like, man, like. I, I was so pumped for it. Uh, I'm a huge Kanye stan. I've been, you know, listening to him forever. Um, but the more and more I listened to it, I told my girlfriend this. I was like, I'm going to force myself to like this album because this is what I do with every <laughs> Kanye album. I'm going I'm to listen to it and, and treat it like wine, like it's an adopted taste. Uh, but, yeah, now I like it, so I've been listening to that a lot. Um, uh, a little bit of Drake. I don't love Drake's new album. Uh, yeah, me but either, dude. It, it's it, It's... Just it sounds like the same stuff he's he's done. That's I feel like that's been the consensus. It almost feels lazy, but the thing is, Drake lazy is still like fire in a way. Yeah, like you don't get the Instagram captions and the in the you know good production and and good uh you know flows. But I don't know. It was kind of boring. Kanye's like listening back. Like you don't know what's gonna happen in you know one minute versus another, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I like how he Kanye's reinvents himself. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like Coldplay of rap. Like every oh, Coldplay dude. album is like a new feeling. Yeah, totally. I don't know where I pulled that from, but I feel dude, that like that's yeah, that genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. And then so obviously you you have a, a social media platform and it's Phil Hates Gluten. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, sir. Um, so I made Phil Hates Gluten like, I don't know. I mean, I made it probably about eight months I, I could be so wrong but it was a little bit after my diagnosis of eoe and um you know i had to start eating gluten-free and dairy-free which not everyone knows i eat dairy-free but i try to make it apparent i actually almost started the account called phil hates dairy which is a weird <laughs> thing imagine phd um but uh yeah no i started it honestly as just a way to kind of like i was like all right i have to eat gluten-free and I'm just going to like wear this like a scarlet letter, like a scarlet GF on my chest. I'm just going to yeah. own this. And I don't want to have to explain to someone that I have to eat gluten-free. I just want them to know because they might have started on Instagram or something like that. And it, I don't know. It just kind of felt like a, an empowering thing just to own it and and um, like kind of, you know, be someone that I didn't really, I guess, have when I first had to start kind of eating that way. Uh, I, I didn't really see a lot of one guys who had to eat gluten-free and then two, yeah. anything that was like comedic in any, any nature was mostly <laughs> like, here's this delicious food that I stink at cooking. So I can't make any of it, which, you know, it's cool to see the good looking food, but um, I'm still going to eat, you know, uh, ground chicken and, and rice every day anyway. But, uh, and then like, I, I also was hoping, I think, which, ended up happening but meeting more people who have eoe because I, I i didn't know anyone when i was diagnosed and it was like really lonely you know i, I sure it was mentally draining and so making phil hates gluten kind of um allowed me to uh, meet people and and share stories online which has been like the coolest part of it all things that i didn't expect because honestly i just started out rating gluten-free beers um that's yeah. what i that was my niche which was pretty niche down but um yeah but <laughs> eventually i started just making content about like being gluten-free and that's i think more resonated better with people i love that i think it's it's what struck me that was just so impressive so you you're recently diagnosed like two years like this is pretty recent 
Uh, yeah, 2018. Uh, Three um, years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Because like, I just remember for me, so I was diagnosed at 12. I'm 24. Yeah. And... Wow. I guess it kind of took me three years or something to finally like tell people about it. Um, mm-hmm. At 15, I was on a, I got put on medical formula because I was reacting to everything. And yeah. b- back then, I guess with the EOE research, that was like their go-to, which isn't what they do anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Uh, but I just remember like it was hard for me to embrace it. And mm-hmm. once I found that I started embracing it, I found I felt very liberated and I felt connected to a community that I was once like kind of ashamed to like associate myself with. So totally. dude. I, I mean, and I don't know, I don't think I ever told you this. We just connected recently, but, um, I remember when I was first diagnosed with EOE, I was on, uh, Cured's Instagram, um, which for oh, people really? who don't know, it's like the, um, foundation for eosinophilic disorders. And you had a few videos on there, right? Yeah. Uh, did you have a partnership with them? And I remember watching your videos and you just seemed like an awesome kid and like a totally normal kid. And that, and it honestly made me feel way better just seeing those videos. I don't even know if you've gotten Dude. reaction or anything like that, but that like, that gave me like a little glimmer of hope. And I was like, all right, this kid's the man. He's totally, you know, <laughs> he's like, you know, treating, you know, treating this, like it's, you know, taking it in stride. Um, and that I think I'll probably allowed me to feel more confident about, you know, telling people I have EOE and not, feeling Dude, ashamed about it like you that's said. crazy i so yeah i uh appreciate that i so i was working totally with i appreciate you for doing yeah, that yeah dude, this is awesome <laughs> so uh it was actually in 2018 i actually started making videos because i kept getting ill and i had to drop out of college yeah just all those crazy symptoms that you get with yeah, the oe yeah. when you feel like garbage but like yeah. i made a video because i was in a clinical trial and i was like talking about my experience and then ellen as i'm sure you know who she is she's the founder of cured she like reached out to me and she's like hey let's make it'd be awesome if you make made videos because i love how authentic you are so mm-hmm. that's like super cool how it just kind of came full circle like because i don't know like who who really sees these or like who it's impacted so that's pretty awesome man no, I hear you, dude. It's like sometimes you feel like you're just making a video and putting it out into the abyss. Yeah. But like you might have made that video six months before I even got diagnosed. And then I, you know, was hopelessly looking for something that could make me feel better. And me seeing that, you know, really changed. And obviously you didn't know until now because I've just been <laughs> cooping it up apparently. But um, I was super pumped when you reached out and I like looked at your Instagram and I was like, oh, it's this is the kid. And so, yeah, it was uh, it did come full circle. Dude, and I, I, from watching your content, uh, you like to make little raps, like kind of fun raps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. I feel like we're very similar. This is weird, man, because I like to make raps about, <laughs> about EOE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I I've always loved rapping, and it seems yeah. like you probably did too. And I I honestly think the bit the hardest thing for me with rap, and like when I was a kid, like I never knew what to rap about. Uh, I was in like talent shows and stuff and i would make raps about um like sports teams and that was really easy to write because i had a subject and like so now when i make a rap about you know, having a subject of being uh-huh. free or rapping about a product or whatever it might be like it, I, it allows me to do it so much quicker and it also allows you to make it so it's a little bit um uh i don't know more lighthearted, you know like yeah. and funny just kind of organically um, cause I don't think I'm a good rapper. I just, I just love doing it. It's the only thing I'm, I love music and it's the only thing I'm kind of okay at. So yeah, dude, literally the same, man. Like I, I'm always pretty nervous to share my music, but it's mostly like kind of lighthearted or like just talking about random food. Like I'm not really expecting a ton of people to see it, but it's just like a fun outlet, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I saw one of your um, one of your raps on your Instagram, and I, honestly, I, re- I I thought you had you had pretty sick flow, bro. Pretty dope flow. Yeezy's got to get you on the next album. <laughs> it's all the medical formula, dude. It just like goes into your veins. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So what are your symptoms? Like what were your symptoms, I guess, when you first got diagnosed? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I had such, such a myriad of symptoms and I don't know, maybe like you, I haven't talked to someone so extensively about EOE, you know, sure. uh, so it's more anecdotal, but, um, you know, I was getting a lot of like, uh, in around that time, 2018, and I guess even before, if I'm thinking of hindsight being 2020, I was getting a lot of like heartburn and like uh, like uh, bloating after I ate a morsel of food. I had like a heart palpitation feeling in my chest for like like literally 24 seven. It just Jeez. like never went away. I'd go to bed with feeling that um, like regurgitation all the time. This like ball in the throat feeling. I was just really tired. I had really bad hoarseness, which I, I mean. Sounds like a small thing, but hoarseness, like when you feel like it hurts to talk, you don't want yeah. to talk and it's really debilitating. Um, does your voice, did your voice kind of go a little bit higher when you talked? I, I think it went lower, like really, and it, and it, and it lasted for a long time. Um, I don't really know though. I, I, I know that whenever I would have it, my girlfriend could tell, she'd be like, you sound different. Um, and I could feel that it was hurting. Um, but I work in sales and I, I have to talk a lot. So that was, a, <laughs> that was, that was a big deal. Um, but Aside from those, I, I also had like a lot of anxiety and like panic attacks, legit panic attacks. I never had that in my life. Um, and around 2018, I was like having a bunch of episodes where like I was getting this terrible anxiety. And like I said, even went to panic attacks. But I think what caused me to get diagnosed is that I would be eating a lot of the times and it felt like I just couldn't really swallow right. And then uh-huh. eventually got to the point where you know, I, I had a, a outright food impaction and that those are super scary because it feels like you're choking, but you're not. And you don't know what the, you know, the heck's going on. And, and right. one of them happened at work. The, the other one happened when I was home alone. It was like really anxiety inducing too, just like the way they happened. And, um, so after the second one, I, I, I ended up like just going to the ER because, um, I was really nervous. It was like, I actually, so it wasn't like right after the second one, I, I had that impaction. And then like the next day I went into work and I felt super anxious and I felt like the heartburn feeling and I, it just didn't feel like myself. It felt like out of body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to the ER, my dad came up and like met me at the ER and I had the endoscopy. Um, and it, it, you're obviously probably familiar with it, but anyone yeah. who is, it's when they stick a tube down your esophagus and take biopsies, which are like images of what's going on in there. Um, and the doctor initially said I had GERD, which is a hilarious word, by the way. Um, <laughs> I saw one of your videos. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And and he kind of said in passing a small sli- sliding hiatal hernia. Um, he put me on ranitidine, which is like Zyrtec, I think, is yeah. the, like the over-the-counter one. Um, and then once they read the biopsies, they, they diagnosed me with EOE, but they didn't really tell me what it was. Um, and they just gave me a Flovent inhaler to help me with the swallowing issues. I think that was like a steroid and then omeprazole. Um, Hmm. And so it was like three different things at once. And I remember taking them all and then I just felt even worse. It was like really, (laughs) it was really hard. And like I said, I didn't feel like myself. It felt hopeless. I didn't think I had like any way of getting better. Um, And so 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like, you know, that all happened. And, and then I started becoming my own advocate, which I think a lot of the times you need to do when you have some sort of illness or disease. And then, uh, you know, in doing that, I cut out gluten and dairy. And that was the kind of one of the first big steps that allowed me to, you know, not feel like crap. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. That's a total, again, I told you, I, I'm like, a I just, a, a stream of consciousness. I'm like, um, uh, the ke- the guy from the catcher in the rye <laughs> dude i love it man uh do you ever get brain fog after you eat is that a symptom for you so i don't i always feel like i i do have it but i don't really, <laughs> I, I i guess i don't know what it what i would be looking for like i feel like there's some times where i kind of blank out and i yeah and I, I don't know if that's brain fog i guess i wouldn't be able to diagnose myself with yeah, it. yeah i mean i guess it is kind of a vague term like I've, the biggest issue with me i guess real quick is like I'll eat um, and then all my muscles kind of give out and like I'm really spacey um, and and I just feel like really lethargic. It's kind of weird. No, that that used to, no, I swear that used to happen to me like as I was kind of going through it in 2018 before I was like legit diagnosed and a little bit after like, yeah, I would eat and I would feel immediately tired, like exhausted. Um, That was really weird. And because it's supposed to do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah yeah no i feel that and uh i guess were you dating your girlfriend before you had eoe or did you meet her after um no so i i met her she's over there in the in the fridge right now hey hi. <laughs> what's up she's she's peering i think she's a guy <laughs> i've had one so. um no she uh we we started dating um after i was diagnosed i like in 2018, a lot, most of that year, I, I kind of like was a hermit. I, yeah. I, I didn't feel like myself. I kind of like closed off for my friends and stuff. I lost a ton of weight. Um, I feel that completely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I had an opportunity to move out of my house at home, which, you know, it was great. Like my mom was great. My dad was great. But um, I moved out. I, I was like, I need to force myself to like mentally be better so I can physically be better. And so I forced myself out of my house. I ended up moving in with some friends. Um, starting to feel better a little bit. And, uh, about a couple months after I moved out, I asked Serena on a date, um, which is rare. I like, I, like I asked her to go to a concert and I just kind of like, I don't know why I honestly was out of the blue. We were like kind of Snapchatting a little bit, but, um, we went on a concert and had a great time and, and the rest is history. It's been almost three years since that. So, um, that's awesome. What was her reaction? I mean, obviously it was a good reaction. Like to you have an EOE. She's cool with it. I assume. Yeah. No, she's she not like, screw you. No, she's been great. Um, from the, from the beginning, I remember on one of our first dates, um, I'm actually allergic to shellfish too. Gotcha. Uh, and like I, the first date, it's it's really hard um, when you have something like that, and and uh, you don't want to like tell them right off the bat. Uh, yeah, you need to like, kind of like time it. But but we had you know we had a good time. We had some drinks, and I remember that uh, when we were at I think a restaurant uh, after the concert or something like that, and my uh, EpiPen fell out of my pocket and it like <laughs> fell on the ground, and she saw it, and I was like, oh. And I kind of just like explained, I think in that moment we like explained it. And it's I my e sig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, but, but she's been uh, like really good about it from the minute that I told her she was making gluten-free food. 
dairy-free food. I've cut out a bunch of other stuff along the way to try to figure out what my triggers were or what didn't make me feel good. And she's always on top of it. And, and you know, we'll make things like, you know, a, a beanless chili if I'm not eating yeah. beans in that month or whatever I was trying to figure out. So she's been amazing with it all and um, has been like a rock, which has been really great. Um, that's, that's great, man. I, I know there's a study that says people who have chronic illness and are in relationships tend to last way longer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it like forces you to be vulnerable. Like literally the first date, I mean, dating you eat. Right. So I was like, Hey, Aubrey, my wife now, but I was like, Hey, uh, I over messenger, I can actually only have rice and fares. So maybe we can get sushi or something, (laughs) (laughs) but she's cool with it, man. I feel that that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I lucked out for sure. Um, and one thing I, I wanted to ask you is like with your content, like I really want to talk about that, honestly, because like it's super cool what you're doing. You're, you've managed to use like humor, positivity, and then just being real about how sucky it is to like not be able to eat food. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always been someone who kind of looks on the bright side or like tries to make the most out of their situation? Because that's what it seems like based off your platform. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm a perennial optimist in in you know I, I don't I don't even know if it's a good thing. I feel like I always <laughs> try to find the silver lining and try to find the good in people and the good in things. But I mean, for def- definitely for a little bit, it was you know I'll, I'll be real with you. It was really like in a negative space when I was first diagnosed and I was not feeling good. But like I said, I I just kind of had to turn it around. I was like, I want to feel better. I gotta you know push myself to do that, and so. I guess to answer your question, yes, I've I, I've sort of always tried to be an optimist and and tried to uh, you know keep trudging forward. Love it. Um, what advice do you have to someone who's afraid to go out to eat because they have allergies? I mean, I I totally get it. I you know I get this. Um, you know, I I I get messaged that a lot in like yeah. the dating part too. People ask me about that sometimes, <laughs> but. I, I mean, I, I was lucky again, and I think you were lucky too. Like we got you know good girls that that are really great about it but um not everyone's like that and so i get it like the there's social anxiety of it and that's super real even like going out with coworkers, meeting someone's like family a big group of friends or you know yeah. friends who don't know you have an allergy <clears throat> it's it's tough like i just went to a wedding and everyone was super accommodating but just the fact that i had to like sit at a table and be like oh actually you know can you make sure this is gluten and dairy free and also shellfish, no cross contact. And like everyone heard me talk about that, but <laughs> yeah, they all look at you. Yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes a conversation, but like, I mean, I think just get used to that conversation and own it. It's not something to really be embarrassed about. And it's becoming more common. Um, and like, even like if you have an opportunity to go out with your friends and you know, you can only get like the salad at an Italian <laughs> restaurant when your friends are Mao and chicken parm, like it is what it is. At least you're with your friends, you know. Like I, yeah. I, I know food's bonding, but like, um, I, I, I challenge people to try to push themselves and and uh, you know just try to get out there and uh, try to fight that. I guess social anxiety of it. I feel that I, in my experience at least, I don't know about you, but like, my friends were super understanding. Like almost like, dude, we're here for you, Zach. Like we got you. Like I don't know if that was the same for you. 
Yeah, no, I mean, they, yeah, they've been totally understanding. It's like, like, you know, in their own ways, like when we used to get, I don't know, like 430 packs of Bud Lights, now they'll, <laughs> you know, toss in a Trulies for me or something like that, you know, like everyone's drinking Trulies. But yeah, no, my friends have been great about it. My family's been great about it. I feel like I have a really good inner circle um, of people who really understand. And you can tell that when you kind of go out of your inner circle and you're in a new environment and you're like, oh shit, I have to like explain myself again or like, you know, so, um, but it is what it is, but it it is really, you know, having a kind of good rock of friends and family and and people around you is I think important and uh, really helpful. For sure, dude. Well, thanks. Um, What are some of the most annoying questions people ask you about your condition? (laughs) I love this one. (laughs) Honestly, like, like I, I definitely like, talk about this a lot on my videos um and i poke fun at people but you know i guess i'm just gonna get on a high horse right here so let me hop up Um, (laughs) uh, honestly well side note here i learned that but the name philip means lover of horses which i never really understood because i i think horses are fine you know like they're okay i'm a penguin guy myself i love penguins but uh anyway um you know as I'm on my high horse, I, I, I try not to get annoyed by people who, you know, don't know really what EOE is, what gluten free is, what gluten is, you know, what yeah. is, you know, is, is there dairy and mayo when it's just eggs or something like that? Like people don't really know. And, you know, the reason I guess I don't like, I guess, you know, think, Oh, that's an annoying question or something like that. Because I was totally that person three years ago who didn't know what gluten was. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to reason to. Um, so I had an idea, but it's not like I knew, you know, soy sauce had gluten in it. I, it's not like I knew yeah. um, that cross contact was a thing. I, I didn't have people around me who were gluten free personally. And I still really, you know, don't. Um, it's mostly my internet friends who are the ones living through it. But I, I you know, I, in, until you kind of, have to live it or have a partner or spouse or friend who has to live it. Like you don't really even think to learn it. So I think that that's another reason why I like doing the account because I like, I try to, I guess, educate uh, in a way that's really normal and um, you know, it doesn't feel like you're, you're, you're being taught something. Like I just try to be kind of like funny first and then like kind of slip in like things that will teach you about being gluten-free so that, someone can show their, you know, friend or, or spouse or whoever it is that might not have known the answer to something or that something wasn't gluten-free or whatever it was. And they, they can learn through like a video or something like that. So I'll get off my high horse now, but yeah, it was nice <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful, man. Well, that, that makes sense. Like you're, I feel like that your platform kind of clears the air on a lot of those questions. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I will say the one thing that does annoy me and I get this a lot, which is like, <laughs> someone will just like hand me like, like I feel like someone like will hand something to you knowing there's gluten in it, and they'll be like, "Wait, you can't have this? What? Yes. And like, dude, it's wheat thins. Like, I can't eat that. You know, <laughs> it says I can't wheat eat on it. Don't make me have to explain myself. <laughs> like that. That stuff bothers me. But um, yeah, again, like it's few and far between. Yeah. Well, uh, what are some of the? Because I know with your platform, you do a lot of like reels and and reviews of gluten free products. What are some of your favorite gluten free products? Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's not one of the ones you sent me beforehand, dude. I didn't even get, I did get not. to think about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess products wise, I feel like people probably think I, I'm like a partner with this company, but I'm not. Canyon Bread, 
Um, I love their bread, be uh, their heritage style bread because it's like solid size. It's like thick. It's good when you toast it. I eat it nice. probably three times a day, uh, a, a week. You know, maybe more. I don't know. Like yeah. I eat a lot of it. Um, but besides that, I I eat a lot of like enjoy life products. I feel like those are good for like grab and go. They have a lot of good bars. Um, the little like protein bites and stuff. Um, what else? I we've been mowing. I think it's called Deep River. Ah. Uh-uh potato chips they're in like tj maxx and stuff dude they're so good they have like such good flavors um they have like a garlic and rosemary flavor they have yeah like apple cider vinegar flavor which i'm not even like that i'm not a fan of that flavor but every (laughs) single flavor we've gotten is just slapped it's like undefeated so that's awesome deep river chips uh potato chips very good um and I guess for like sweets, I, I I really love the 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 brand again, not associated with it, but Freedom Gluten Free. Um, they make donuts, like little mini donuts, and I Ooh. just you know because they're so small, I feel like it's not like a bad not being bad eating it, you know. So <laughs> I kind of pop one in my mouth at least like twice a day, um, and it won't feel like I ate a whole donut, but they're good. <laughs> they're dairy free too, which is great. Um, so yeah, I guess those are. Uh, I could go on all day. Like I feel like. With my uh, content, I try to talk more about food because um, I don't want to get into like the medical explanations of it too much because yeah. I'm not a doctor um, or anything close to it. So yeah. I try to stick to food and like things that are relatable. That's cool, man. Well, thanks for letting me put you on the spot there. No, no, no <laughs> worries. I I could have kept it. going. I was freestyling. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, sick, dude. I I think I I've gone through pretty much everything I wanted to ask you. Uh, where where can people find you, man? What, what, I guess, what is your username on all those platforms? Yeah, so it's at PhilHatesGluten um, on TikTok and Instagram. Those are the two ones I use the most. Um, I do have a YouTube and a Facebook, but I don't really post to them very often. I probably should change that. I've been thinking about getting into the YouTube or nice. a podcast a little bit. We talked about that a little bit before. Yeah. Um, but for right now, it's just uh, the Instagram and TikTok have been my main focuses. Love it, dude. Well, thanks for coming on, man. It was so fun to connect and just like talk about hating gluten. It was sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I said before, stay in touch. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, down to, I don't know, make a make a rap. We'll be like Jay-Z dude, and Kanye. I was about to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm down. Yeah, yes before you even ask. <laughs> Well, sick, dude. Well, thanks so much, man. Yeah, no, thank you, dude. Have a good, have a good one. You too.